You're listening to All The Best. I'm Danny Stewart. This week, we're revisiting an episode of stories from the 2018 four-day weekend, back when Samantha Groff was hosting All The Best. Hope you enjoy this journey through birthdays, Easter egg hunts, a belated Lunar New Year celebration, and a story about Passover, which didn't quite go to plan. Up first, though, we're hitting the road and playing some classic road trip games along the way. Hey, I'm Joseph. Uh, It's the afternoon of Good Friday. I'm in the car with my sisters and my (laughs) brother-in-law. We're driving uh, and we're playing a game where... we should be more mature than this, uh, but it's guess the colour of the snake. It, it's a packet of confectionery snakes. You put it in your mouth with your eyes closed. You have to guess what colour it is. Michael, it's coming. It's incoming. It's more fun than you think. No, close your eyes. Green. Wrong. Happy Good Friday, everyone. Our next up is a road trip with Jordan Fennell. It's Easter weekend, and this is what a six-hour drive from Melbourne to Narracourt sounds like. It's Friday, 7am, just woke up. My mum, aunt and Haddon, my brother, are coming to pick me up in half an hour. But first... I need to have a shower, have some toast, and then the road trip can begin. So there's this friend of mine, Bunny, who's having a 21st in mm. a few months, mm. two months eh? That's my brother Haddon. He's sitting next to me in the back seat of the car, and the first three hours of our trip sound a lot like this. And she has the theme is like all of her favorite shows and Dress up party. Mm. She's assigned everyone a costume. Oh. A lot of people. We, oh, wow, yeah. What are you? I got assigned Olaf the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen Frozen. What? Yeah. You haven't seen Frozen? <laughs> yep. I'm not you keen to watch it, to be honest. You're not keen. What? Frozen's uh, amazing. No, no, no. Olaf is hilarious. It's worth watching it for Olaf. <laughs> I'm thinking because doesn't he melt? I want to be melting all that. Oh yeah, you... dying all that. <laughs> My aunt's dog Riley is also sitting in the back, squashed between the two of us, and he's a veteran of this six-hour drive from Melbourne to Narracourt, and knows when a little rest stop is coming up. <laughs> where, where are we, Riley? <laughs> We have stopped at a petrol station in Ararat. It's the halfway point of the trip and we get out to stretch our legs and sample its finest delicacies. Toasted sandwiches are great. (laughs) Mum was not impressed. So we got back on the road and soon came to a set of lights where we saw a familiar sight, the men and women of the Good Friday Appeal. Thank you very much. The best part about traveling with my brother is that when it gets boring, we have a game we made up that we can always rely on to keep us entertained. Part one, 
is that we each think of a random word and then say it at the same time. Part two is then we have to think of one word that combines both of the previous words. The aim is to get on the same wavelength and say the same thing. Trust me, it's the best. Three, two, one, button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I already know. <laughs> uh, okay. Three, two, one, nuclear. nuclear. Yes! Oh, yeah. Nailed it. We played that for another two hours, and then at 1.30pm, we finally arrived in Narracourt. A town that sounds like birds tweeting at dusk, Easter eggs being unwrapped, and two siblings on the same wavelength. Three, two, one, rafting! rafting. Oh, oh, yeah! <laughs> that story was produced by Jordan Fennell. We also heard from Joseph Ware, taking us through how a lolly snake can make a very long car trip bearable. Well, he and his family finally made it and got to stretch their legs on the living room stage. I'm here with my family on Good Friday evening. We're playing a very energetic board game and it's my sister's go. She's about to start. Okay, two words. First word, a uh, red fruit, often mistaken for a vegetable. Uh, tomato. Great. And the American term for that fruit sauce is uh, ketchup. ketchup. Tomato ketchup. Yep. Very good. Okay. Uh, if you've tripped someone, but it's kind of a bigger plan than that, you have. It is Coins? a. It is a but a bigger thing. Strategy. Like we were talking about the landing on the moon being fake. That's a conspiracy. Oh, or it's a, a um, hoax. Like a yes. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, you might do this in um, politics. You get a bunch of people together and you kind of try to come to an agreement. A negotiating. Policy. Yes. Negotiate. Negotiation. Negotiation. Very good. Okay. Oh, I'm in high school. I have such a big uh, on that person. Crush. Crush. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if the canoe tips over, you have capsized. Uh, I'm Peter. I'm from the George IV here in Picton, uh, and my uh, long weekend is working, basically. It's been a really good weekend. Like We've had heaps of families come down. Um, today has been great, the bands and everything, so it's been good. My name is Steph. I am in Stanmore at home. This long weekend was relaxing until mum arrived from Holland yesterday and I've been helping her move into her new apartment all of today. So I've spent the entire day cleaning and buying kitchen appliances. It's been fun. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm currently in Greenwich and this weekend I've tried to fix my Wi-Fi with no luck. What was wrong with that? If I knew I'd fix it, I just have no idea. <laughs> It's Karishma, we're at the river in Bree and it's 3.22. So we're going to attempt to cross the rocks and get to the other side. I'm Adrian and I'm a resident at St Luke's Retirement Village at Dapto. And my family has brought me out today to uh, to the museum which I'd never been to before and it's great. Which museum? The train museum. Railway museum. Did you learn anything new about trains? Uh, I appreciated them, yes. <laughs> Ready? Let's do it. Hi. My name is Angie. And my friend's name is 
Trisha! <laughs> okay, that's enough. We, we should have practiced. <laughs> uh, and it's Easter Saturday, and the sun is almost going down, and we're sitting here on Jubilee Point in Sorrento, taking in the beautiful views. We're sitting here on my upturned jacket because I forgot to bring the blanket from the car. And we're drinking mini bottles of champagne because we forgot to bring glasses, so we couldn't get a big bottle. And just a little tip for everybody, it looks like they have a cork, but it's really just a twist top on the mini bottles. So a little bit disappointing, but that's okay. I've had a great day anyway. Um, it's actually my 28th birthday today as well as being yeah. Easter. Happy birthday, Inch. Thanks, Trish. I really appreciate you coming all the way from Brisbane to visit me it's on my 28th birthday. <laughs> We're deep in the Easter long weekend, so we're going on Easter egg hunts. This is Britta. It's 11.03 on Easter Sunday morning. To say Easter egg hunt start now? Yeah. Okay. And I'm about to make an Easter egg hunt. Are you excited? Yes. I don't know if this is going to be very fun. You haven't found any yet. I know. I have. A bunch of Easter eggs. Okay, here we go. Okay, one in the microwave. One in the washing machine. One in these shoes. Should I put one in the toaster? One with all the utensils. One under the pillow. I reckon in this jacket pocket. This station is International Airport. Hey, it's Martin Raiders here. It's currently 6.37 in the morning. It's Easter Sunday. I've rolled straight out of the FBI radio studios from presenting the all-nighter shift. So I've been awake for a very, very, very long time. Um, I'm heading straight to Campbelltown for my family's annual Easter Sunday breakfast and egg hunt, which has been going on since I was born. Uh, it's always a massive event because uh, I've essentially a billion family members. Um, it's going to be a big breakfast, hopefully some morning champagne. Another egg. What? Which one do you want? I find that hard to believe. delicious breakfast and yeah, having yeah, fun with family yeah. and being disappointed yeah. in your child for not getting much of it. You heard from producers Britta Jorgensen and Martin Reyes. The four-day weekend is a way to make up for lost time. Lunar New Year was at the start of February, but that didn't stop producer Yvonne Lamb and her friend Kim from celebrating and cooking a feast. 
two months later. What are you making, Kim? Um, I'm making a ginger, garlic, and what are these things called again? Uh, shallots. Shallots. Yeah. Scallions. Scallions. <laughs> um, eggplant. So that's that going into the pan. Oh my gosh. And then I'm going to put some soy sauce and um, chili. And there's some coconut rice boiling oh, away there. Yum. And some steamed egg. Oh, is that the one when you beat it up and you put it in the bowl? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah so I eat that like for breakfast. Old school, so it's like traditional egg. egg. Yeah, like so good. Egg custard. Yeah. Yum. And then, yeah, lots of coriander and stuff like that. Yum. Yum. So this is our belated linear year. Did I celebrate it? That's right. <laughs> a month and a half later. Yeah. <laughs> now Alfie can smell it. He wants some too. Hey, Alfie. How long have you had Alfie for? Um, six weeks. Hey, Alfie. He's my new fur baby. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey there. <laughs> um, is this stuff that you normally cook on Lunar New Year? Or that you cooked on Lunar New Year? No, we actually, my mum normally cooks. Yeah. And we do like a New Year salad mm. that has lots of pink and red ingredients. So like pickled ginger and pomegranate. It's not traditionally uh, pomegranate, but I think because it's red and you can get that here around yeah, that time. Yeah. Um, Did you boil these eggplants first? Yeah, so oh, I make them soft a little bit first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, soy. soy. Oh my gosh, this looks so good. Um, it smells amazing. Yeah, and then the New Year salad, like... It's got like noodles and crispy tofu skin and stuff and everyone gets their chopsticks and you mix it all together. So everyone around the table, it's like you're bringing in the new year together with everyone you love. So it's meant to symbolise all these good mm -hmm. luck. Do you know the name of that bitch? New Year salad. Yeah, New Year salad. <laughs> new Year salad. Oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> Asian. <laughs> Some of us get invited to feasts and Easter egg hunts, but it's also okay to eat alone. My name's Radar, and I'm eating a super shake with an Easter egg in it. There's a banana, two serves of protein powder, tables, well, I don't know, some Nutella, a lot more peanut butter, uh, ice cream and milk. So that's good for you? I don't know. <laughs> you seem to know enough about health to have protein shake. Mmm. Because, like, protein's good for you. And you know. Because it's a gluten. <laughs> In our final story, producer Zasha Rosen and his family come together to celebrate Passover. Is this Lyra over here? No, I'm so. Oh, you're so. I'm softer. Here, we're not going to celebrate Easter. We're going to celebrate Passover. And Passover is the story of Moses and the, the Jewish people a long time ago. And Saul's hungry. I'm hungry. We are having matzah. It's a special biscuit that we eat during Passover, during Pesach. Do you remember last week we were talking about how you have to go and search for the afikoman. Do you remember that part?
Uh, yeah. What the afikoman is, is a piece of very special matzah. And we're having all sorts of special foods tonight. So I'm Sasha Rosen. I'm a producer at All The Best. And this is my niece and nephew. If I'm not a Rosen, what am I? You're only a Jasher. He says he's a Rosen. But yeah. he's not a Rosen. How do you know he's not a Rosen? He's this Jasher. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just Sasha, apparently, and this is my niece and nephew. A lot of things went wrong as I put this story together over the weekend. One of the central stories of Passover like the central food story, and Passover, like many Jewish festivals, is totally a story about food, is that the Jews are said to have left Egypt during the Exodus in a hurry. And they took matzah. Matzah is a special flat kind of biscuit that you eat in place of bread. And it wasn't flat because these ancient Jews wanted it flat. It was flat because they didn't have time to wait for it to rise. The Jews had to leave in a hurry. They made it fast. I had a lot of plans for this story this week. This was originally going to be a story about history, about memory, about why we choose to remember what we do, and a reminder that history usually has at least two sides. But instead, this happened. So, you're my girlfriend. This is correct. I'm Kate, and I am interviewing you, my boyfriend. You, your, your plan was to save um, my radio piece by interviewing me. Oh, yeah, but it turns out I'm really bad at it because I've never done it before. Do you think it's going well? Not really. Why not? <laughs> because I have very little experience at being a, like, radio interviewing person. And so you thought that turning it around would relax me. And it turns out that I'm also kind of a stress head and being interviewed is not necessarily my my most natural way of living. Out of the two of us, like listeners may not know, because like I I sound like I'm confident on radio and you're all like, you know, this thing is freaking me out. I don't quite know what's going on here. You're actually out of the two of us, the only one who's been interviewed by like big name media. Yes, I have been interviewed before doesn't mean I like it. I just do it because that's what you're meant to do when you're a writer. So the reason I'm here is because I, I went to record a wonderful walking tour in the cemetery with two wonderful guides like Jenna and Marcel who took me all the way around Newtown Cemetery. We're like, there was only one other person on the tour. Like they, they could have cancelled this, but I was there, you know. I had a, like a failure in, in the little SD card in my recorder and that whole, like we had two hours of tape. Like I can play a montage of the, the B tape. Like, that all survived. It's none of the actual tour. And two hours of tape that I was going to cut down to, like, five extra interesting minutes, it's just all gone. So, like, this is kind of a failure. I think it's a really good thing to fail at stuff, but it doesn't feel good. It just feels really rotten, and then you have your whole crisis about it, and then you keep on thinking about the thing and where it fell apart and what it is you're actually really interested in. Before each of my books, I've had some sort of big dead end that I've followed for a while before I figured out what it was that I was really writing. And the that dead end like felt demoralising and felt like a crisis in confidence, but also 
wasn't wasted time. Um, and then the books all seem to come together in the end. So you reckon even though this story has not gone to the lofty heights that like you actually could have gone to, like that the tape was there, we were so close, like that it was still worthwhile? Absolutely. I mean, it's that sense of recognising when you're in that moment of failure and figuring out the disappointment and sorting out all those feelings, like just help to get to the next stage and that they always come before some new development in how you see the world and how you see your art and that it works really well. I feel like when I was a young writer, because I'm so old now, I used to say to myself all the time that I thought I was near the end or I had actually finished my apprenticeship in this whole writing thing and that it took probably until sort of a few months after my second book came out and I realised, no, I'm never going to be finished this apprenticeship. It's just a really, really long apprenticeship that keeps, like, kicking me in the ass and telling me what I don't know and telling me that I'm not through with the apprenticeship but each time around I'm going to fail better. And that's about it. That's my story, Maiden Harry. This Easter long weekend. I mean, Passover long weekend. I, I, I mean, the Last Supper was a Seder. It was a Passover Seder. It's, it's, it's the same deal. Like, you know, lots of people have harvest festivals. That's about all I got for this weekend. Except there is also... I want to tell you about the time when I was five, I was asked in school about, like, the whole parting of the Red Sea. I grew up on an army base, for context. Uh, and you're not, you're not Jewish? No, I'm not really anything. But you were brought up, actually you were brought up not really anything. Right? I was brought up really not anything. And growing up on army bases, parents never talked to me about God. And so in school, in prep, when we had our religious education, woman suddenly come in and she was a very nice lady who volunteered to make sure all the children knew about Jesus. And she was telling us a story at the Red Sea, but first of all, she just asked, you know, how did Moses cross the Red Sea? And all these hands went up around me because, you know, other children weren't raised as heathens. And I was sitting there as, like, the good little military brat I was, saying, hmm, Air Force, Navy, Air Force, Navy. And, you know, it was infantry all along. Last story was produced by Zasha Rosen. You've been listening to All the Best. I'm Danny Stewart. At All the Best, you can learn how to make audio documentaries, essays, and fiction. If you have a story to tell, get in touch. Visit allthebestradio.com and send us your pitch. We'll pair you with one of our supervising producers to help make your story. All the Best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we make these stories and pay our respects to Elders past and present. All the Best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal land in association with Sin and 3RRR on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonarong lands and ACCC 
on Arunda and Warramundu lands. The All The Best editorial manager is Mel Chun. Emma Pham is our social media producer and Lydia Yosefova is our community and events coordinator. Shiningberg composed our theme music and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and we're made possible by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find out more at cbf.org.au. You can listen back to our full archive of almost 500 episodes at allthebestradio.com and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Danny Stewart. Thanks for listening.